is Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Glenn Moore joining us now. And, Coach, I mean, some of us wondered what you were doing, you know, scheduling uh, Mighty OU this early in the season. <laughs> but it turns out, uh, I think you knew what uh, you were doing. And, and, and man, I, it was so exciting. And I haven't stopped smiling. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm a man who'll jump on a bandwagon. And um, I tried to get on the bandwagon early, though, this year and before things started. But, man, you're going to have more and more people trying to get into Getterman. Congratulations, uh, first of all, and, and welcome back to the show. Well, I appreciate it, Matt. I, I first want to say I want to apologize to you and your listeners for standing you up a few weeks ago when I got tied up in practice and I and, uh, forgot to call into the show. But uh, I appreciate you having me back. It was a great weekend. Well, you made it up to me <clears throat> with yesterday's events. I had to laugh at, at the fact that uh, y'all had to turn around and play another game. I thought, how in the world do you get refocused? And, and boy, y'all, y'all did a great job with it. But that is, uh, that is an amazing thing. And I know you want to get it back to a point where this isn't the, like the most amazing thing. And, you know, you expect to do things like this. But you did expect this. I mean, you're, some of your players said – that you said to them, "Hey, we're going to win. We're going to win all our games. You know, basically, this is our house." Or I think you said, "Our den." And uh, boy, they backed up your your words. Did you Did you have a uh, Did you? I guess you felt pretty good, didn't you, going into this one? You You just kind of liked the 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 matchup. You know, I think they read what I said was that we were going to win all of our games, but. I'm not sure I was that confident in my speech, but if they took it that way and uh, I felt like I had a premonition, uh, it was a big win. It was, I, I feel like this team can compete with a lot of teams. We have to go out and prove ourselves, obviously, but I think I told you last week, we're going to get, get back into the top 25 with this team. I've seen all different types of teams, and this is a team that certainly got the ability to, to compete with anybody. All right, I've got you number 23, by the way, D1 Baseball, which I'm now a subscriber. <laughs> I just today I was like, well, I, I got to read, you know, what they're saying about this. I guess I better go ahead and subscribe to this one. So I know there's other rankings out there, but that D1 Baseball, uh, they, they have you at number 23, and you knocked OU from its perch. Uh, pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, Shailen uh, Govan. Let's talk about her first. What a what a bomb that was, and 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 boy, you have some players who have a flair for the dramatic, and and <laughs> she she got all of that. I love the little slow motion thing your social media people did on Twitter, where it kind of you know captured her right you know coming around first. I thought the natural music started a little late. By the way, it, I think I think she I started to hear it like after she crossed home plate, but. Man, that was uh, what what was that like for you over there? You're someone who likes to be pretty even kill, especially that early in a ball game. But did you give it? Did you give it a little fist pump over there? Uh, actually, she I've got a bruised thumb. She slapped the heck out of my hand when she came around third base. <laughs> I think she hit my hand as hard as she hit the ball. Uh, shoot, the kid can uh, she can swing the bat, and she got another good hit in that game off of a All American pitcher. She's She's the one you want at the plate when you have runners on, and you got to give some credit to those kids for for getting on ahead of her. And if we can do that all season, she's gonna she's gonna drive in a lot of runs for us. 
Wow. Now, what was – tell me her story a little bit. I know she was at SFA and, and, and put up great numbers there. When did she first kind of get on your radar? And, um, uh, boy, once you delved into those transfer waters, Glenn, I know not everybody loved it at first, and you may still not love it, but – you got to do it, don't you? I mean, to fill certain spots in your lineup and everything. But what was your story in, in kind of the recruitment of, of Shaylon? What she decided she was going to transfer? How did you kind of know about her? And, and what was your – how did that all come down? Well, first of all, in regards to the transfer portal, uh, you know, a, a lot of people think you should use that a lot more. But you actually you have to have money to be able to do that. You have to have – uh, scholarships available are those mm. kids that are playing at that level are, aren't interested in coming to your school, especially a private school with the cost of Baylor. But uh, we played against Stephen F. Austin last year and she was um, uh, on the team at the time. And I saw one of the best hitters I've faced and, and uh, had actually talked to her coach about her just in complimenting her. And she said, well, she's going to, she's going to go somewhere for her grad year after she finishes up here in two years. And she said, uh, Baylor, she'd love to come to Baylor. Well, the coach ended up moving and going to New Mexico university, of New Mexico, and she didn't want to travel with her. She entered the portal and, and, uh, we went after her and she made, made some visits, uh, loved Baylor. It's not far from our Houston home. And, um, we loved her of course. And she ended up hurting herself, uh, I believe the next weekend breaking a bone in her hand. So, She'll get next year back medically, so she's playing as a sophomore this year, basically. All right, well, I read her quote. She says we're headed back to the College World Series, so let's hold her to that. I, I, like, the, <laughs> I like the attitude. Uh, it's uh, How many more games? Isn't it funny when you win a huge one like that, and then you're like, well, we only have, what, 25, 30 more games <laughs> to, well, to go? Yeah, we, you can't. <laughs> You got to let them enjoy it a little bit, Matt. But uh, you know, we we can't get too high off of a a lot of upsets early in the year, and a lot of teams don't finish as well as they start. It's a uh, little cliche. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. But this was a mm-hmm. shot in the arm to our program. We needed a big win, and you don't get to play the number one team often. And as you said earlier, why do you play them? Well, you play them just for the very reason that we played them this weekend. We get a chance to beat them, and. And uh, we were able to knock them off. And I got a ton of respect for OU and uh, one of the, you know, the, probably the best program of all time throughout the history of the sport. So uh, that was a big win for us. How many text messages did you have once you, I'm sure you went almost straight into, y'all celebrated and had a little fun, and then you had to get ready to play another game. What was the, uh, what, when you finally kind of got to your phone and were able to see and, and uh, folks like me that were, were very excited watching it, uh, did, I, I bet you I bet it was somewhere in the at least like a, the 100 range, wasn't it? It was well over 100. I, I counted a few of them and just enjoyed the moment a little bit, and I got tired of counting. So it was nice to hear from <laughs> so many people. And, and I set up until uh, I responded to everyone, and I uh, certainly appreciate everybody that was paying attention. Yeah, it was fun, and uh, the ESPN Plus, uh, that was kind of, you know, watching it there, and I recognized the guy doing it. He was from the Channel 8 affiliate in Dallas, and so that was kind of interesting. Uh, talking to Glenn Moore about the huge win over Oklahoma yesterday, what about Darianna Orm? I mean, that would have been, you know, the highlight of the weekend, if not for what y'all did against Oklahoma. 
she goes out throws a perfect game and um i mean that was uh that I mean, that was a pretty amazing deal there, and that's someone you've been having to kind of keep on a account and work up and get more and more innings. And I know right. she had a something she was battling uh, injury. Um, but what were you? Uh, I mean, I guess you've seen how great she can be, but even you had to be a little taken aback at that performance. Yeah, I'm really um, really impressed with how our training department, uh, Leah Gelb, and um, those guys over there have handled her and got her back ready for us. Uh, she took, had to take the summer off and, and, uh, the fall, we, we didn't know if we'd have her even at all this year, but we certainly didn't think she would be this strong this early. She's been back a little over a month, I guess, from the start of the season, had her on a, about a 60 pitch pitch count out in Las Vegas and, and then, uh, moved it up to, to 70, 75. And, Left her in that last inning of the Stephen F. Austin game. She threw that perfect game then and then brought her back, gave her a day rest, and had to get her out of there. Oklahoma ran her pitch count up pretty high. We had to get her out of there at 81 pitches on Sunday, but she she probably could have gone a little bit longer, but it was time to throw a mix in there and then uh, got a a good uh, tandem there with uh, Aaliyah Benford coming in with her off speed and change of speeds and movements after her and Threw them off long enough to hold off for the victory, but uh, I don't know. Don't want to jinx her in this, but she's certainly a candidate for the national pitcher of the week or player of the week. She's, uh, you know, you don't find too many people. No one else knocked off the number one team in the country, of course, and then to have a perfect game on top of that, she's got to be a candidate for that. And I know uh, Katie, our SID, put her up for that. So it would be interesting to see how that pans out. What if I tweet about it? Would that hurt her cause or help her cause? Would you like me uh, just to stay out of it? I, um, I think <laughs> you've got a, I think you've got a big, big voice, man. So go for it. <laughs> we'll get in there. Uh, Coach Gasso was extremely complimentary of all your players, but especially uh, Darianna Orm. I mean, just the velocity, and she talked about, you know, how she's. The maturity is has taken over, which happens with pitchers, and that's. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, she had a lot of things to to say about her. So that that's. Uh, and and I thought when they made it four three, I thought, uh oh, okay. I hope I hope you know we don't get tied or something. And then to still be, land that that was to me that was one of the most impressive things about it. Coach was was they made it tight. And then y'all just kind of held on and didn't let that rattle you. And once Benford got off the mound that inning, it was like, hey, let's just go back to work. We're fine. And it, it, it didn't play. You know how you can see teams every once in a while go, oh, my gosh, the game pressure's on. You know, they're one run. we only have the one-run lead. It didn't really seem like that impacted the pitching or, or your players behind her. No, that was a sign of maturity, I thought, as well. You know, we didn't play a perfect game. And – uh you watch other teams. I address this in our pregame talk. Uh, other teams just fold under that type of ability and, and that power. The Longwood pitcher, for instance, beat number four Florida State last weekend and had nine walks against Oklahoma. Just, uh, you know, it's just hard for anyone not to get a little uptight when you're facing so many All Americans in a, in a lineup. But our girls kept the poise and. Um, Aaliyah Benford, I don't think anything can make her nervous anyway. She's got ice water in her veins for sure. So she's probably the perfect pitcher to be in there in that situation. And we've got some kids uh, 
that uh, feel like they've been there before and uh, we're ready to play. And they really wanted to defend our backyard. I talked about that earlier. You mentioned it, but uh, we've had a couple of years here where we don't feel like we've represented our fan base and our home field the way we should have. So that's been a big focus for this team this year. And, and I'm hoping, and I believe from might've been evidence in that game that this team's going to go out and fight for our home territory. What is your, uh, you know, I met Sydney at that uh, dinner and uh, what a personality she is. But uh, I, w- I would just say that's got to be great, isn't it, with the, with the backstop like you have that it can calm everybody. And, and I was watching Benford, kind of like you said, she was laughing. I mean, you know, and again, taking it seriously, but it was like when they got it to 4-3, there was no like, oh, my gosh, you know, how are we going to get out of this? She kind of had a smile on her face, and uh, that's got to be, I don't know, I don't know if that dry, I mean, that's, that's got to be a comforting feeling, knowing you have a player like that. And then having a battery like you do, that, that, it, it just seems like that whole thing's already working really well. Well, one thing, Oklahoma knows that we're going to fight them, and we may not, you know, we might line every kid up in front of the uh, patty and she not take one of our kids to play for her. I don't know. But uh, these kids are fighters. And last year we went up there, and anyone that paid attention to that know we were one out away from mm-hmm. from uh, wrapping up a win when they were number one and undefeated at the time and had run-ruled most of their opponents at the time. So I'm very proud of the, these girls. And uh, the team last year wasn't as talented as this year. Uh, so I knew if they came out and fought, they would have a chance at uh, you know making them play their very best in order to beat us anyway. And that's kind of all you can ask for. Just make sure you don't give out uh, away and extend innings. And we did a little bit of that, but we didn't do too much. And we certainly bounced back and we fought offensively. We really made uh, we hit some balls right to them as well. And mm-hmm. um, you know, so it was a it was a hard fought game. It was no accident. It wasn't a fluke. Our mm-hmm. kids came out and played really hard and uh, and deserved a win. And I thought Amber Tovin, you know, ball got under her early, and boy, you know, got you get down one nothing, but to come back and then hit the uh, have the RBI, I think that says a lot about her character. Uh, you know, just kind of like not letting that rattle her. And man, when she got that hit, and 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 watching the way she reacted to that over there, I mean, that you know, it it, it that game was just a different animal than most early season games. It meant something. And by the way, it meant something in Oklahoma, too. They're not used yeah. to getting pushed, and they were getting pushed, and so they were digging in, trying everything they could. But uh, I thought that was a pretty good moment, uh, how Tovin immediately kind of came back and, and did something positive after one kind of got, got away from her there. Absolutely, and that's a, that's a mark of a great competitor right, right there. And I think you could say the same for Mackenzie Wilson in center field when she – dropped a deep fly ball to center field and, and uh, really was uh, angry about that and came back and ended up having a three for four game off of a pitcher like ball. And uh, so if you don't carry that bat onto the field, when you have a bat at bat, or you don't take the air back into the box with you, you can, uh, you can uh, turn things around, but if you let it affect you, um, you're going to snowball the, the mistakes and have trouble winning against anybody, much less a, a power like Oklahoma. What did McKenzie do after after kind of a little bit of a slow start uh, to her season? What she get like nine for twelve or something? What? Yeah, she, <laughs> she's uh, she's got to be a candidate for. I know uh, Katie put her up as well. She's a candidate for the player Big Twelve Player of the Week. I 
I, I don't know what the rest of the conference did, but uh, they would have to have done uh, a lot to, to do what she did. So she might be in the mix, too. All right. Well, I'm going to watch your appearance or listen to it tonight. I saw you were scheduled to be on, oh, Softball America or one of these things that I've now joined. You're going to be on uh, uh, with with one of these platforms. And uh, it's just great. It's great for softball. It's not like y'all haven't had huge wins in the past. But as you've said, you know, you're trying to get it back to where you were on an annual basis. And, boy, there's nothing like uh, this to jumpstart that process. So when you said y'all would be in the top 25 soon, I don't – I don't know if you, I mean that's that's it was quicker than I realized, Coach. That's pretty fun. Already back in the top twenty-five days after vowing to do that, and I think it's uh, I think it's very exciting. Well, I'm glad we got to do this, and uh, it was uh, it's it's just I'm so excited for y'all, and I think even more fans. I mean that was a sellout, packed house, but you're going to have even more people trying to come out. Who was the PA, by the way? I like the. Uh, there was a lot of enthusiasm coming through that PA. Yeah, that's Vincent yep. Garner. He's uh, a Lorena guy that does Lorena High School football, and uh, this is his first go at it with softball. He's uh, he's doing a fine okay. job for us and very proud of him. I like it. I like what he did. He said, you've just witnessed a no-hitter. I, I, I like the – he kind of was ready for the moment uh, right after it happened. So I really uh, – I got to take my hat off to uh, to Vincent. All right, uh, Glenn, great to great to visit with you. Very excited. Congratulations. Enjoy it. And now let's go. I mean, heck, let's go win a Big 12 title or something. Hey, we got a, we got a big weekend, Matt, ahead of us with uh, two Big Ten schools coming in, Maryland and, and uh, Minnesota and Texas A&M Commerce is going to be here. But the Big Ten schools are both power programs. Maryland's ranked in the top 25 for the first time. 15 years have they just beat Oklahoma State and Oregon so if you want to see some good softball you're going to get a chance to see even more of it this weekend I love it I uh I will definitely uh have that on my uh, schedule coach appreciate it thank you Matt you bet there he goes Glenn Moore Baylor softball doing big things and uh everybody's talking about that beating Oklahoma all over Twitter uh, Oklahoma is the UConn of college softball, okay, the UConn of women's basketball. That's what they are. And Patty Gasso and that gang, I mean, they're just un- pretty much unbeatable. Some years they don't ever lose. I think they finally got beat by well, uh, maybe it was Oklahoma State last year. Somebody beat them, and you would have thought the whole, it was the World Series. They celebrated like it was. And so it's a big dang deal when you beat them. And the Bears did, and uh, and it was no fluke. It was just a straight up. Let's go out there. Let's out pitch them. Let's out hit them. Let's out play them. And the Bears got it done. All right, campus confidential is uh, coming up next. Recently on Game Time, let's welcome into the program Jim Hallard. Think about the.